I received the Bible and Theology Award, which was presented to me from Dr. Husted. Was married during my college years and moved into Faith Village. Graduated with a BA in pastoral leadership and left to serve the local church full time. Hmm. Past connection to Crown, do they consider St. Paul Bible College? Yes, that was pre-Crown. So, yes, 1984, 1987, Assistant Dean of Women, I think they call that resident director now. So I'll put resident director, teacher of Ed Psych, uh, loved being on student development staff, do I write about the beach party I did in Strom in January? Bringing in all the sand, the tanning lamps, the tubs of water that all broke and flooded second floor Strom. Um, not, better not write all that down. Um, but loved the experience at Crown that led to serving with the Alliance then for 18 years in Argentina. Okay, so why apply to Crown College? Hard to believe it's been 14 years since I was a student. Kind of surreal to consider returning to the college after being away for so long. It makes me think I wish I had a microphone. <laughs> I feel like one's coming any second. So I wonder if I return to Crown, if they'd let me speak in chapel with a microphone. Maybe so. All right. It brings up so many questions, the idea of going back to Crown. I mean, if I get hired, I wonder if I can call Dr. Husted Arnie. No, I don't think I could ever do that. Will I be accepted as a colleague or remembered just for that time of my life when I was a student so long ago? Will the faculty and staff Members that remember me as my student days recognize that I've matured since those days. Besides, will the faculty and staff even recognize me at all without my golden mane of hair? Will my gifts and talents be accepted at Crown? I wonder if I could play guitar in chapel now. <laughs> of course, I've been a leader of a church with four staff members, and now I go to Crown, I... I could get lost with nearly 800 people on campus. I mean, this whole thing could be kind of scary, maybe even go south in a hurry. I guess I'm a little nervous about my role on campus. Anyway, well, I'm applying to Crown College to use the gifts God has given me to make a difference in the lives of others 
for the sake of God's glory and kingdom. Still, I wonder, how will I fit in? about maybe coming back to crown to word. I mean, I've been able to pass off really all of my ministries now to Argentines and boy, to be back at crown and just watching God work in students' lives and launching them out. Whoa, that's going to be so, so good. But wait, how am I going to relate to students? I haven't seen any US TV or movies for 20 years. What do we talk about? Oh, and man, I don't have a husband. I don't have kids. I don't have grandkids. I don't have great grandkids. What am I going to talk to all my colleagues about? Boy, and I don't know, female professors? The only one I had in college taught child psychology. I mean, do females even become professors? Man, oh, I'm so excited, but how will I fit in? believe that we have been here for years and years and years? Time goes so fast. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been here? This, this is actually my eighth year back teaching now. What about for you, Bill? You know, it's interesting you should bring this up because tomorrow is my eight-year anniversary of working at Crown. October 2nd. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where does the time go? It just seems like it flies by, and you know? But here we are. But, you know, as you've been here seven years, starting your eighth year. What are some of the challenges that you've experienced since you've been here? Wow, well, you know, it's been such, actually such a joy. I mean, um, to feel like I actually do love students, staff, faculty. I mean, this is a great place, and I've enjoyed it a lot. You, you know, have encouraged me so much as well. Um, but, you know, just, I, I have to tell you, I just got, well, two weeks ago, I got an email from a student that was my student quite a few years ago now here for several years. And um, now she's a wife and mother doing, doing really well. But she wrote in the email how She's still on different medication for some different psychological disorders. And even in her email said, while here, she was also on medication and she would tell different people and actually had quite a few struggles. But she said as soon as she started talking about, like, she struggled. She just felt like 
suddenly she didn't feel like she fit in as much anymore. So it's, I mean, I thank God so much for the affirmation and, and everything that I feel. But, man, I just kind of wish everybody could feel that same way. How about you, Bill? Any challenges? Well, I think, I think that I've had experiences similar to that, you know, where a student is experiencing a particular need and wonders, is this a community that's safe for me to express that? And I mean, I think we need to realize that, you know, being a biblical community is more than just being Minnesota nice. And that being a community is often very messy because it requires us to be vulnerable. Uh, intimacy requires us to sometimes, um, you know, express things that are hard to express and maybe we haven't told anybody. And when people start doing that, it means sometimes some tears and people are uneasy and they get uncomfortable with those kind of moments. But the biblical call is to confess our sins and to forgive one another. And uh, so living out the one another's really is the key to building healthy relationships. But it is often messy and hard. And I've experienced that a bit as well, you know, just in interacting with students on campus. But it's, n it's not all that. I mean, I get to work with wonderful people like you. And you, are, you have always been so affirming and positive and you're enthusiastic. And I've always appreciated this. You take God seriously, but you're able to laugh at yourself. And I think laughing at yourself is an important quality for building a community. Because sometimes... Well, you, yeah, you might, you might cry, and I'd, I'd come and, and I'd pray for you. That's what would happen. But, I, you know, so I think that, you know, working with wonderful people like you is such a thrill. I mean, there's so many exciting pieces of working at Crown. What are some of the things that maybe kind of get you excited and get you to here in the morning? Oh, yeah. I have to tell you about one of the most exciting things that, that I think is happening this year. Actually started before, but there are more and more students on campus who are just passionate about even the one another stuff and that everybody does feel welcome here. And there's a new club on campus, Dusk, Diverse and Unique Souls of Christ. And, you know, a shout out to that committee that's working really hard. And they're actually doing an ice cream social tomorrow night at 7. And yeah, it's in the faculty staff lounge. Everybody's invited and the whole purpose is building bridges between, we really are very different people. I mean, we really are. Put us together, we are all very different people. But you know, building bridges between our diverse and unique, but we're souls of Christ. Yeah, yeah we, we share something, because I, I heard someone say that what unites us is greater than what divides us. I've heard someone say that, and that's true. It's true. It's true. You're part of a real cool committee, too. I am. I'm part of a group, the Intercultural. We don't have a cool name like yours, so we're, we're going to have to maybe you know, work on that. But ours is the Intercultural Competency Committee, and it's a group of, of faculty and staff who gather together to kind of talk about how do we become better in understanding other cultures, and, you know, the world is getting smaller, mm -hmm. and we've got to learn really how to relate with one another. I think when we're young and we're just starting in our, uh, you know, careers and our life, we think, we think 
that everyone around us will look like us and they'll be like us and they'll be similar. And then we get out in the real world and we realize, wow, I'm working alongside of people very, very different than me. And so we wanna kind of help our campus understand our own cultural features and then how do we express those in a way that's meaningful to others and then how do we invite others uh, you know, to be a part of our world. So that's that's what we're doing. It's pretty exciting stuff, actually. It is exciting. Antonio, why are you leaving? You can't be leaving. Antonio, hey. 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 Antonio, Antonio. You, this is not the time to leave chapel. This is hey. not the time. Could you? Antonio. Hey. Have a seat with us on the bench, brother. You're going to spend the rest of chapel right up here. This is... This is, this is a little cozy, isn't it? It's kind of nice. It's not bad, is it? No, hey, what no, kind no. of music are you listening to there? Uh, some um, gospel, R&B. Okay, we can, we can, we can, yeah, yeah, we're down with that. We can do that. It's good, it's good to be on the bench together, though. Yeah. We're glad that you're here. You know, there's, there's always room on the bench. For other people? Yeah, yeah, there's room for, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's kind of small to me. We can, we can get other people on the bench. You think we can't get other people on the bench? Is your, are you throwing down a challenge? <laughs> no, there's, look, there's always room for the bench. We can always invite other people. You have someone else in mind? Yeah. I'm down here, Trey Peace. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Trey. Come on. Yeah, we got, I know we got you're room there. up front. There's room up front. Come on down. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll have a conversation. Yeah, there's room. Come on down. I know you're there. Can you think of anybody else? Um, Chris Strange, Eli Dahl, uh, Marissa. Come on, come on down. Come on down. There's room up there's always room on the bench. There's always more room. Yeah, bring another chair. Someone else want to come? Anybody else want to come down? Hey, Marissa, how are you? Come on. Anybody else want to join us at the bench? Uh, staff members? Staff members? You have a staff member? Yeah. You have a seat. Good. Just turn. What are Dr. Gelson, can you grab some other people? Here. Just let, let's just grab Ellie some chairs. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. Here. Come on, grab, grab a chair. Elaine, Whoa. I mean. Elaine, come on. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Dr. Rivard, come on over. We'll, get, we'll fit some other people up here. Yeah, come on, Ezra, grab a chair. There's always room. See, because the reality, yeah, come on. I'm serious, come on. Come on, come on down, let's go. Come on. There's room down here in the bench. Come on down. Why not? Grab a chair, find a place. Would you come? Come on. Come on down right here. Well, We're making room. Be well, careful. Can you just even be on the, flo the floor? Start come being on. on the floor. <laughs> I, I, you must be mistaken. Come on down. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Dr. Zoff, come on. Bring your chair. This is going to be a bring your own chair event.
Well, we didn't know. We didn't know if, you know, how okay. far it would go. i got to get back to my seat on the bench. All right. So, so this whole week is united to one another. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 5, that we are members, we are members of one another. That in Christ we have the same Father, and because of that, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And friends, there is always room for more people at the bench. Right? And so the challenge for us as a community is to continue to extend an invitation to one another. Even people very different than us. As different as I am from Dr. Gustafson. Very different. But there's room on the bench for you. So here's my questions. Who are you thankful for that's sitting on the bench with you? Not now, symbolically. Who are you thankful for that's sitting on the bench with you? Take a moment and say a prayer of thanks for that person. Would you do that right now? Say thanks. Second question. Who do you need to invite to your bench? Who do you need to invite to sit on a bench with you? Father, as we close chapel, help us to not underestimate the power of an invitation. An invitation that says, you are welcome here. You belong here. You're part of the team. And may we always, always, always make room on the bench for one another. In your name. Amen.